Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Welcome, everyone, to Miracles in Recovery. How are you doing this evening? We are out on location in Tradition, Florida. I felt a little bit cooped up in the studio, so I brought the show outside tonight. It's a beautiful night out after having, you know, I'm, I'm sure half of you are in, in single-digit weather, but we were in maybe high 20s, 30s. So it was cold for Florida. We got some snow in Florida, actually. We have David Essel on the line tonight. And uh, he is over in Fort Myers, Florida, so he's probably warmed up a little bit. And I just want to, we're bringing a message of recovery tonight. And David was going to share about uh, some of his happenings, his new book that's coming out. I think it's his 10th book, actually. So we'll share a little bit about that. He'll be with us for about 40 minutes, and I'll, I'll just uh, do the final segment by myself. Hopefully we can get some callers in. It's 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine two. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. Call in and share a little bit of your experience, strength, and hope, and um, maybe you can help somebody along the way while you're doing it. David, are you there? Yes, I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we lost you there. We lost you. You had me. In, you had me in like a minor panic. I was like, "Hello, hello," and you were <laughs> and you were there. Matt finally called and said, "Don't worry, I got him. He's coming back." Yes, so. Yes. Hey, it's um, great I, to be back on your show. Hey, it's awesome to always have you, David. I mean, you know something? Every time I reach out to you, you're immediately there for me. You're my, you're my savior in a sense of if I, if like, because like I said, I'm in the studio, well, um, outside in the community by myself tonight. And um, I figured I wanted somebody to speak to while I was doing it. David's the go-to guy, and he absolutely jumped right in and said, I'll be there with you. Amen, brother. All the time. I'm here for you. You know that. <laughs> yeah, you, well, you know something? You prove that. You prove that on a daily basis on your, on your Facebook page, on your websites, and, and all of that. So share a little bit real quick um, about what is coming down the pipe. Like, we've got another book coming out, correct? Yeah, and you're right, Ray. It's our 10th book. Um, the, the last two, actually, book number nine and book number eight, we've been so blessed. They both went number one bestseller. We have no doubt that the new book, it's called Focus, exclamation point, Slay Your Goals, that mm-hmm. will go number one, too. And, you know, this book is a little different. We, in the past, we've done a lot of books that were just filled with hundreds of stories of right. clients I've worked with and celebrities that I've worked with you know, overcoming addiction, overcoming financial challenges, relationship challenges. And, and this time we did a little different. We, it, it's more of a workbook in the sense that we give you the actual steps that you need to take on a daily basis, morning routines, evening routines, how to select the right goal to go after. And so, Ray, this one is really a step-by-step guide. To help oh, okay, to yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. like you said, that is different from the concept that you have had in the past. But you know something? The, the workbook piece of it is finally catching up, and that's, and that's good. It's always good, to, it's always good to share who you are and what you are and stories of past and everything like that. But I think some people do need some good orderly direction with a step-by-step guide to follow. So perfect yeah. timing. 
Yeah, yeah. It, no, you know, and, and it really makes a lot of sense because a lot of times people are not focused. They're trying to accomplish too many goals at once. Uh, right, you know, right, they, right. You know, and, and, and you know in regards to recovery, if you're trying to accomplish more than, as a major goal, more than recovery, if you're trying to get sober and you're trying to make a million dollars and you're trying to find the love of your life and you're trying and trying, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're, you're not going to put the amount of effort and time necessary into recovery. Um, no, so, exactly. So we say to people who are listening right now, you really do have one priority, and that priority is to get clean, get healthy. It doesn't mean you don't go to work and you don't raise your kids and you don't go to the gym. It, it just means that most of the free time you have should really be somehow centered around creating daily rituals for your recovery so you don't slip. You know, Ray, I was reading a statistic today in the New York Times that even surprised me. Now, I know in recovery from alcohol and for drugs uh-huh. that the annual rate of recovery is about 10%. Wow. Is it, that, is it considered that low now? Oh, God, yeah. You know, and and, wow. and the, the, there's good news, bad news. The good news is the 10% who stayed clean for a year, and that's what that means, that someone saying uh-huh. today... I'm not going to drink, I'm not going to do the drug, I'm not going to overeat. Only 10% of people who make today their day to begin, 365 days from now, will be clean. Right. Now, that tells us right right away that our recovery programs suck. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, they're shaky at best, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you, you have got to try many different programs at times before you find the one that you can stick with, and that's okay. But here's what I saw in the Times today that I didn't, I, I never knew this before. Individuals who are attempting to quit smoking have a 5% mm-hmm. success rate. Oh, wow. So it's half of, of those of people who are trying to quit drinking. Now, the number one thing that a lot of people will take away from this is, well, why even try? You know, like... If only yeah. 5% of people that try to quit smoking, why even try? And I'll tell you why. And why should I try if only 10%? Because, as Ray will tell you, and I will tell you, both of us long-term sobriety, it is worth it. Oh, it, it, yeah. So, Ray, it, it, go ahead, Ray. You, you, you talk about how worth it is. Well, what, what I was going to say was is that, you know, when I was newly clean... I could have used clean and sober. I could have used that as a tool to walk back out the door. Why am I going to try? Why am I going to even try? You know, and I did that for quite some time before I said, you know, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I hate cliches, but that was true. It was either it was either live or die. And I really didn't think at 28 years old that I wanted to, you know, leave this earth. So I, so I gave it a try. And, and, you know, through that year, I kicked and screamed. I was a nonconformist because I didn't know any different. I, I, I followed a 12-step program laid out the way that it is for someone else. <clears throat> you know, and then like you said, programs aren't always successful for 
every individual. We can't a la carte millions of people, millions of different programs for millions of different people. But you ha- you do have to find your own way within the yeah. guidelines that are given to you. And that's it's good that you're putting out a book because it is an alternative to a pattern that is put in place that, that you're expected to follow. And I was a nonconformist. So if somebody told me this is what you had to do, you have to read this chapter next. No, I'm skipping that one and I'm reading the next one. You know, so, but, but today I still in the back of my mind when somebody makes a suggestion to me, I still want to initially say, no, that's not, that's not the way I do it, but I still do it the way that it's laid out because it makes more sense and because life is worth it today. And yeah. I've learned through past practices that, you know, if I don't keep doing what I'm doing, and it may not work for you and it may not work for anybody else, but if I don't keep doing what I'm doing, then what do I have left? Yeah. I, I, I only have to look back at where I came from and I don't want to be there. I don't want right. to be there ever again. Yeah. I, the amount of time, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, Ray, was the whole, the concept of the subconscious mind and the role right. it plays in recovery or in active use. Right. Um, you know, when, when, when people who have been clean for a long time look back, and they see how much mental energy we used to put into our addiction. Thinking about going, if we're meeting a dealer to buy, thinking about going to the store to, to get that alcohol or the nicotine or the food, or thinking about going to the bar. I mean, if right. what, is the, put, uh, what is the, what is the book way they say it? The ways and means to get more, the ways and means to find more. You know, I mean, that's, that's all. Once, once you did what you did, that's what your next drive was. You were looking to find the next package. You knew where all the package stores were. Conversations that we had. Hey, we're going to Joey's house. Where's Joey's house? Oh, yeah, it's over by Walt's uh, package store. Oh, okay, I know where that location is. Yeah. Right? Everybody talked, you know. And, And, Ray, most of us, if we were to examine the amount of mental thought processes that went on 18 hours a day, Underneath the surface, not just what we could recall mentally, but in the subconscious mind of, hey, don't forget we need to go get X tonight. Don't forget we need to go get Y. You know, like that consumes so much of our energy and time that it's almost impossible to find even moments of inner peace when we're engaged with active addiction. Because if we're not snorting, shooting up, eating it, using it, drinking it, we're thinking about it. Right, exactly. You know, or the other thing is, we're thinking about how shitty we feel and how we wish we weren't doing it. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. You know, and, and, and thinking of excuses as to why and, and everything, everything is a, out, like really like an out-of-body experience because you're not, you're not allowing your own conscience to be able to be an active individual in your life. It's, it's consumed by something else. That's right. So when we look at the subconscious mind in addiction and or recovery, one of the things I want to let people know is that your conscious mind is the mind listening to Ray and I right now. The conscious right. mind, mind that says, you know, it would be so good to 
quit overeating and lose this weight, quit smoking, drinking, drugging, whatever it is. That's your conscious mind. But more powerful than your conscious mind is the subconscious mind that accepts pattern as reality. Now, the subconscious mind can't differentiate between healthy patterns or unhealthy patterns. So if you're drinking every weekend to excess or smoking every day or doing opiates or whatever we do, uh-huh. after, after it turns into a pattern, the subconscious mind will come up with every rationalization, justification, or denial to keep that habit going. Because, and Ray, this is so important, because the subconscious can't differentiate if a habit is good or bad. It just knows it as a habit. Yeah, right. It knows, yeah, exactly. So when someone who's listening tonight that says, you know what, I'm going to start tomorrow to get clean, that's the power of the subconscious mind. Or someone that says, I'm going to wait. February 1st is my clean date. See, mm-hmm. that's not logical. The, the logical part of the mind is going, Jesus, you should stop today. Come on. Get on the phone. Find a program. Find a counselor. Whatever it might be. That would be a conscious mind when someone is really tired of being addicted. But the, the subconscious mind is so powerful that it will give us excuse after excuse after excuse that this isn't the day. Or I'll just drink on weekends. Or like... One of the, the ploys that I did was that I was a big wine drinker. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to drink vodka or I'm going to drink tequila, something I hate, <laughs> so that I'll drink less. Well, that never worked. And no. see, that, that's not the logical mind. That's the subconscious saying, you deserve this. And, and so we have to, and that's one of the things that we do in our new book, as well as our book that you and I have talked about, Positive Thinking Will Never Change Your Life. Yep. In that book, we, we devote two massive chapters to help people understand the subconscious mind versus conscious mind, as well as how hard it is to shatter belief systems, even if those belief systems aren't healthy. So how do you how do you figure? Um, I don't mean figure, but but how do you get an individual to look inside their subconscious mind? Because that's that's pretty much programming that's that's under the wire. That's that's yeah. that's reassuring us that we're we're doing the right thing when we're doing all of that negative stuff. How how do you get someone to back out of their conscious thought to look at their subconscious push? That's a great, great. So I, when, when I work with clients, we have clients from all over the world. As a matter of fact, it's funny because several times ago when I was on your show, you had mentioned that you had quite a few listeners in Thailand. Yes. And, yeah, and, and we had a, a listener from Thailand, or not a listener, a client from Thailand, and I turned her on to your show, which, uh-huh. was, kind of, which was kind of a fun thing to do. But when I was working with her, I said, this is what we need to do. What is it that you want to overcome? And she told me what the challenge was. And I had her write, write it down, what all the challenges that her addiction brought into her life. And so she created this really long list. And then I had her write a list of all of the benefits, mentally, emotionally, financially, relationships that would come up if she chose to get clean, because it's simply a choice. And right. she came up... She came up with all these lists. And so then every, every day for seven days until I worked with her on Skype again, Ray, 
whenever she had a feeling of going out, she had to write the time of day and the feeling down. Now, that feeling is in the subconscious mind that works its way into consciousness, and if we allow, we will use that feeling as the excuse to use. So, I'm bored, I'm anxious, I'm tired, I'm hungry. You fill in the blank, every emotion in the world, this is how you get it. Oh, well, I think we, uh, we lost David, and we are actually coming up on a break right now anyway, so we can get him back on the phone. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Let your voice be heard, become part of the solution, and not the problem. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Like many of us, do you feel constantly tired or run down? Weight gain, sugar addiction, stress, and other health issues wear down our bodies and our spirit. You can take control of these and get yourself back on track. Tune into Living Life Naturally with host Lynn Wadsworth. Lynn can help you lower or get rid of migraines, help you maintain a healthy weight, deal with hormone imbalances, and more. Listen live every Friday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You probably don't spend too much time talking about that place down there. Why not? There's now a show where that's mostly what we talk about and so much more. It's the Womb Happy Hour with host Lorraine Giordano. It's all about your body and the magical power you possess. Guys, you might want to tune in too. There's no reason to be squeamish. Listen for the Womb Happy Hour, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. 
We are talking with David Essel, and I am fortunately outside of the studio tonight in the beautiful town of Tradition, Florida, loving the weather. Um, we had a we had a little cold spell here, and when I say cold, I don't mean like one degree like in Massachusetts. I mean like 35, which is cold, which is cold for us. Uh, we were talking about the difference between subconscious thought and conscious thought in addiction. And David, you were sharing something about uh, a woman in Thailand, and we can pick up from there if you would like. Oh, I, w- I would love to, Ray. Yeah, and this is so crucial to try to shatter addiction is that we've really got to know what's going on in the subconscious mind. And as you said earlier, Ray, you know, the subconscious is underneath the surface. You can't mm-hmm. access it with your thoughts because it's underneath thought. So what we do is this, and this is what I do with my, my client in Thailand and clients all over the world, is that I have them record their thoughts throughout the day when they feel like using. And if it's using, if it's alcohol, nicotine, food, drugs, it's all the same. What do you mean? Just like on a record, on like your iPhone recorder or something like that? Or you have them carry around a little pocket recorder or you well, write it, it down type stuff? Yeah, it, it, it can be a recorder. It can be a notebook. It, they can just type and you know, an email to themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll say like three o'clock, um, anxious, want to use. Seven o'clock, bored, feel like having a drink. Eleven o'clock, I'm full, but I want sugar. And and so <laughs> we go, we go through this whole thing, and and I work with people once a week for an hour via Skype or phone, and. So through the whole week, they're jotting down the emotions they're feeling that are trying to push them to use, to pick up the cigarette, the drink, the drug, the food. And, right. And, what, and what's so exciting about this, this process, and we created this 24 years ago, is that over the course of a week, Ray, when they send me their homework, I can show them the thoughts going on in the subconscious mind that's trying to rationalize or justify use. Now, now let me ask you a question. With, with, with these people that you're, you're dealing with, is a lot of that um, aloneness that they're feeling at these times, or is it something that they're just not comfortable experiencing consciously so their subconscious mind kicks in to, hey, it would be a great time to... Um, slush this feeling away. Yeah, okay. And what the last thing you just said is the answer. So when we don't have coping skills, when we've never been taught coping skills for boredom uh-huh. or anger or resentment or anxiety other than substances, the subconscious mind sends this little flare out that says, you know what, you're feeling anxious. That cigarette will take it away in a minute. You deserve to have a cigarette right now. Or yeah, no, that's very true. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, or, you know, it's, it's 9 o'clock at night and you're bored. Why don't we just take away this boredom and just have one drink? You don't have to have more than one. Just have one. And we know that every drug and food and alcohol in the world will take away any emotion in a heartbeat. They're really effective. So, right. So, when, so, let me, when I, so let me ask you a question. That, that brings up another question from me that that after the obsession is gone does that subconscious where does that subconscious thought go to because there is something always trying to undermine what it is that we're doing i mean that's just human nature i would imagine where does that where does that 
You know what I mean? Like after the obsession is gone, then you don't want to smoke that cigarette because you're past it. You don't want to drink that drink because you're past it. So does that revert over to other isms like eating or sugar or something like that? Do you, have you noticed that in the people that you work with? Well, for myself and everyone else, unless we're trained very in-depth on cross-addiction, Ray, everyone cross-addicts. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's rare that we ever don't see. And that's only because we're not trained that it's going to happen. You know, like in, in my program, I tell the people right away, the minute you are clean from your nicotine, your opiates, your alcohol, whatever it might be, you are going to look for something else to get that same feeling with. So yes. It, you know, you're going to cross the dick from alcohol to sugar, or you're going to cross the dick from opiates to caffeine, or you're going to cross the dick from, you know, food to spending. I mean, it, now, if I expose that like we do in our program, and I tell people that that's natural, but you don't have to do what's natural, we are right. already giving people a chance to understand that this is the next step. Well, I guess you can see at that. I guess you can see at that point an individual that is writing down for months on end. It would be a good. It would be a good time to drink. I would. I want to. I want to get high. I want to do this. I want to do that. And all of a sudden, they say, "Well, it would be a good day to eat donuts." You know that they've crossed the threshold of something. Correct. Yeah. Well, they've they've let go of their primary addiction. And they're looking and, for a substitute addiction. Right. Oh, right. And, and I, think we, I think we act, if we do that while we're active as well, if we, if we try to commit to saying, you know, like you with your, with your wine, I'm not going to drink wine, but vodka will do. So I think we do that progressively all the way through anyway, till we get to a point where we're happy, healthy, and um, homeful of our body, I think, right? Yeah, and, but here's the other thing, Ray, that comes up. Even after we've gotten healthy and we're not in a primary or a secondary addiction, those emotions, boredom, the emotions of anger, the emotion of whatever it is that we've used substances are still going to be there. And so what we do is we teach people healthy coping substitution mechanisms so that okay. when the substance this comes up with the feeling of loneliness or boredom or resentment, and we've usually gone and used, now we just move in, in a new direction and people will start journaling, they'll go to meditation, they'll go to the gym. Like We're, we're not going to tell them that the subconscious isn't still going to throw up these emotions, because right. it will. But now that they've mastered the art of recovery from their substances, we are going to switch. So instead of grabbing that cigarette, they're going to, this is going to sound wild, Ray, but they're going to grab a bottle of lavender essential oil. And when they inhale the essential oil of lavender, it has the same calming effect on the brain that nicotine does. Hey, this is so, going to throw you for, this is going to throw you for a loop. I went to Whole Foods the other night and I bought some lavender bombs for my tub. I do that all the time. I love it. <laughs> right, I do that. I do that all the time because I know that lavender is a calming. And when I feel stressed, or when I know that I'm going to have to anticipate something that I'm going to be uneasy with, I fall back on that to 
you know what I mean? Because it's a positive, it's a positive reassuring thing. And it allows my subconscious mind to, like you say, take that. So today, right now, when I get out of here, it'll be a good day. It'll be a good time to take a lavender bath. Sounds right. kind of weird, but I mean, it's true. It's true. And so yeah. when, when someone is learning that the, we're not in recovery, we're not trying to create this picture of a perfect life because we're still going to have stress. But oh, yeah. we're going we're gonna to show you that you can handle stress with different healthy coping mechanisms instead of your drug of choice or alcohol or food of choice. Right, because I think, I think stress, is a, stress is something that, that everyone um, encounters. How, sure. you, how you deal with it is, is uh, you know, the benefit or the detriment to what your outcome is. And, and you're right. When, when we were using, it was easy to mask what it was that we were feeling. Now that we don't have that mask as availability, we need to find positive reassurances when we're going through all of these stressful situations. I mean, that's life. And it's, it's good that there are people out there like you that can be a guide for individuals looking to get to that positive path. Yeah, and, and the thing is, right, too, as a matter of fact, on Instagram, there was a guy from London who put up a beautiful uh, story about his recovery. And, and in it, he said that he had tried 12-step, and he had tried Celebrate Recovery, and he had tried um, Rational Recovery, and all these programs, and he just couldn't get it together with any of them. And it was so awesome. He said, so I just created my own, and that was 15 <laughs> years ago. And it still works. And, you know, and I, and I congratulated him. You know, underneath it, I said, you know, this is so important because of all the programs out there, if you were to Google, you know, and look at success rates of programs, none of them are above, much above 10%. So right. what, what that says to me is, you know, let's not worry about that statistic because someone has to be in the 10%. You and I are. You know? Right, right, right. Gratefully, yeah. Gratefully, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it might take people two, three, six, eight different walks in life to find their recovery. Or some people, Ray, God bless them, they do it the first time, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the white ship is the one, the, one, the one time is. But, you know, the, the thing about that is, is that statistically, we fall in the same category. We're, we fall in that 10% because we are in long-time sobriety. I think uh, February 28th, I'll, I'll be celebrating 29 years. That's That just wow. blows me away. Wow. But, but our journeys through this process have been different until we got together and had to be able to have a conversation about it. So now we have a common, now we have a common view of where we both came from. So it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that if you were not part of that 10%, you can't get to where David and I are because that is um, where, where we would love, we would love that number to be 90% and 10% struggle. I'd love to have 99%, but yeah. that's the common reality is it's 10%. I thought it was a little bit higher, but 10% sadly makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, there, there's, there's a lot to say, too, and, and people in, in a lot of recovery programs don't agree with me, 
Um, but I really think that willpower and the strength of mind in the beginning of a program is everything to me. To make the commitment of time and effort and money, I, I really encourage people to go deep into your heart and soul. And when that craving comes up, you know, to, to walk through the wall. And as a matter of fact, in our last book on positive thinking, chapter six, we talk about the only way through a challenge is through the heart of the challenge. And right. if, if we're going to baby foot around and we're going to try to do baby steps in recovery like I did for years, it's an absolute waste of time. You know, if after 15 years or four years you've proven that you can't sit down and have one drink and walk away, you don't need to put another 40 years of experience to prove the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah, because you're not going to prove it. That's the it's bottom not. line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing with, you know, nicotine and food and everything else. And so, you know, if you're listening to this, first of all, thank you for taking the time to tune in to Ray's show. And if you're thinking about getting clean, the, the only the, the greatest advice I can give you is do it now. There's always going to be a reason why this isn't the right time, and it's all subconscious nonsense trying to keep you trapped. So, right. And, and while I'm thinking about it, David, while I'm thinking about it, we got like four more minutes of this segment, and I know you have to you have to get on the phone with someone else. Why don't you share how people can get in touch with you? I know you have a daily. You have a daily email video that you send out. Share all of that stuff. So somebody that is searching a little bit more for this sub, uh, subconscious common sense thought to get them through it, they can reach out yeah. to you. That, that would be great. The website is easy to remember, Ray, it's, and to all of your listeners. It's talkdavid.com, T-A-L-K-david.com. We, we have so many. I'll tell you what I'd like to do. If, if you go to talkdavid.com and you go to the contact us and send us an email saying that you'd like some help with recovery, mention you heard me on Ray's show, and my office will set you up for a free 15-minute session on the phone or Skype with me from anywhere in the world, and, and you and I will chat, and I'll get you started the best of my ability in that first 15 minutes to get you moving in a good direction. So go to talkdavid.com. Send us an email and say, I listened to you on Ray's show. I want to take advantage of talking to David, and my office will set it up. When you're at the website, talkdavid.com, one of the coolest things we offer is David Essel's daily video boost. And every morning at what time, Ray? 402. <laughs> 4.02 <laughs> Eastern time. You can tell Ray gets the video at 4.02 <laughs> Eastern time. Uh, we send out a video of the day. It's $4.95 a month. It's so inexpensive. And you get 20 videos a month to help you stay inspired, break through your challenges. So all of that is at talkdavid.com. And take advantage of the time with me, either on Skype or phone, to help you in any way I can in recovery or other areas of life. And it will be no charge for the first 15 minutes. So do it. Right. And, and you just said the most important thing, or other areas of life. Because, you know, there may be somebody out there that is not struggling with alcohol, not struggling with, with opioid addiction, or not struggling with any type of addiction like that, but they may be struggling with just common, uh, you know, how to go to the store. There may be people that, just, that, that are struggling with the common realities of life. And David's here. 
to, to give you give you that assistance. I mean, the con- the conversations that I've had with him, we have predominantly spoken about, you know, alcohol and drugs and stuff like that, because that's what this show is centered around. But once you get on to talkdavid.com, you will see that it's not only focused on that aspect of life's recovery, because we can all use some kind of recovery. We've all been in publics and have dealt with that crotchety guy that probably could use some kind of positive boost. And David's here to assist you with all of that. That's what this show is here to assist you with. Well, I mean, I talk a lot about, about uh, you know, alcohol and drugs because that's what the show is based on. That's what my life's recovery is about. David has a little bit of a different aspect. He covers everything and anything. He'll help you across the street to the bus if that's what you need to do. That's right. Oh, my God, great. <laughs> So we, we do financial counseling. We do relationship, uh, helping couples to, to, to save a relationship, uh, spiritual counseling, career change. You're right. I mean, recovery is a part of it. And then there's a big, big, big world, attitude changes outside of recovery that we've been doing for, God, over 28 years now. Right, exactly. Well, it's 840, David, and we're about ready to go to break. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. I love you, and I always love the words that you share with our audience, and I will definitely talk to you shortly. Stay blessed, my friend. Great. Ray, thank you so much, my brother. You have a great night. Okay, you too, buddy. Stay warm over there, will you? You bet. (laughs) All right. Okay. So like I said, the dial... Bye, David. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. We'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you find yourself caring for people in multiple generations? Are you exhausted, stressed, and overwhelmed? Instead of spending hours searching for resources and information, Dr. Merrill and her guests will provide you with practical, everyday information and solutions to help make your life easier. Tune into Caught Between Generations, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness.
You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Man, I, I love it when David comes on. He always, he always has a positive message. He's very informational. And, you know, right now I'm flying on my own for the next 20 minutes. And, you know, something, the greatest thing about, you know, what we were talking about of the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, my conscious mind gives me gratitude on a daily basis that I'm living life, maybe not on life's terms, but I'm living life the way that it's supposed to be lived. You know, I, I was a heroin user for many years. And like I shared in another segment, I'm coming up on 29 years clean, God willing. And, um, you know, life is great today. It wasn't always great. It wasn't always, you know, because I went through a lot of years of turmoil with I'll get clean tomorrow. I'll set this date. I'll set that date. I did it with cigarettes, like David was saying. I mean, you do it with you do it with everything. I just won't. I just won't eat ice cream anymore after February first. I just won't use after this date. And I was setting myself up for failure. The greatest thing that you can, the greatest gift that you can give to yourself today, is to stop doing what it is that is bringing you down. You know, they're up there. I, I'm sure that there is somebody out there that is listening that is at their wit's end. Their rope is, they're right at the end of their rope. I was there myself. And fortunately enough today, I can share a little bit of my journey. So dial 866-472-5792. If you want to reach out and share a little bit about who you are, or even if you just want to ask a question on how I got to where I am, I'm, I'm an open book. I'm willing to tell you anything. That's why I'm on the air. That's why, you know, God's gift to me was this radio show, to share who I am. Because once I stop sharing who I am, the only person I know is my subconscious mind will tell me it's okay not to do what you're doing. And um, I'm grateful today that I have that awareness. Didn't always have it. You know, I'm a little bit out of breath here because I'm walking around the square because I'm outside. I'm loving life today. I'm doing my radio show to the world from a park in tradition, Florida. What else could you ask for? What else could I ask for? You know, and life is, life is great today. It's not always, um, you know, there are stresses still in my life. It's not always the way that I want it to. But you know something? When things like that happen, I have an arsenal. I have people like David that I can call. I have people like Ellen that I can call. Ellen, sadly, is dealing with something today. She couldn't be in the studio. But I have people like Ellen I can call. I have David I can call. I have an individual, many individuals that I grew up with and used with that are clean today, they're part of the 10%. As David said, 10%, I thought it was a little bit greater, but we can use that. Um, and they're all part of my life's journey. When something isn't going 
the way that I think it may, I, I, try, I immediately call somebody and, and usually they say, give your will back, Ray. This, this isn't Ray's world. Do it the way that it's supposed to be done. And, you know, I, I, I'm always like able and willing to be able to give God back the wheel. Somebody sent me a message on Facebook a couple of days ago and it said something about, uh, you know, I wish I could just give God the wheel. Sadly, when we do, we take it back. I take it back on a daily basis. But I'm aware of it when I'm doing it, and I'm going to pay a price if I hold on to that wheel. So that's why I have a Rolodex, for all of you who know what a Rolodex is. I mean, some of your kids don't, but I have a contacts in my phone to be able to call and say, hey, is this right? Is that right? Does this seem straight? And usually the individual on the other end has either experienced it before to a positive outcome or experienced it before to a negative outcome. And they share both of those experiences. And then it's left up to me whether I want to experience the negative part of it or the positive part of it. Today, I choose to try to not beat myself up. So I try to take the positive aspect of what it is and where I'm going. Doesn't always work out that way, but you know something? I get a do-over, I get a mulligan. As long as I don't revert back to the individual I was, or as long as I don't revert back to my old behavior. A mulligan is what I get. We get a do-over. Every morning when I wake up, if I messed up yesterday, I get to do it over again today, hopefully to a better outcome. Now, the, the more days I put together in a row, being positive, it's tougher to look at life as a negative. And like, like what I said about the individual in public, so whatever, you know, your grocery store is, Shaw's, Stop and Shop, whatever it is that you you know, buy your groceries at, there's always going to be that individual in line. If you have 12 items in the 10 item thing, that's going to remind you that you're in the wrong line. It's the way of life. That's the way life works. It's what you choose to do with that. One, you could go in the line that you belong in. Or two, you can just let that roll off your back, go about doing what you're doing. Usually what I do after I get out of that situation is I make a phone call to an individual who can give me an unbiased opinion of what it is that I just experienced. Not everybody does that. And that's why we get jammed up. And that's why what David was sharing about with, you know, the subconscious mind, that's why our subconscious mind reassures us that that negative behavior is okay because then our subconscious mind has us in it that says, well, we don't have to feel. Do this and I got you. But it puts us in a spot where we don't want to be. I'm sure, like I said before, there are plenty of people out here listening right now that are in a spot they don't want to be. I listened to radio shows, I listened to people, I listened to things, and I still walked around in knee-deep snow with sneakers because I had nowhere else to go. That was where I put myself. How did I get out of it? I asked for help. I asked for 
guidance. Did I want to do that? No. The last time that I stopped using, it was for a bed. It was in February, right? February 28th, 1989. It was still cold up in Massachusetts. I had nowhere to go. So I went to a detox where they have nice warm beds and slippers with smiley faces on them. And they fed me. And did I want to be there? No, I didn't. Because my, my negative mindset at that point was so great that being out on the street as a second-class citizen was acceptable. Today, I look back at that, and it's absolutely not acceptable in any way. But that was what I chose as a... I guess is a, a lack of a better word, a lifestyle. And for me, it was okay. So what I did was I found excuses. It's not my fault. Nobody wants me. It's not my fault. I don't have a place to stay because my family turned their back on me. Using negative excuses to justify where I put myself. Now, ultimately, when I started this process, I was in a, a detox. The detox was 30 days at that time. Now it's seven and then you go to a rehab. But detox was 30 days long. And I went into a halfway house, which was a structured program. There was 20, 27 guys in it. We had, you know, therapists and counselors and all of that stuff. And I still was going through the motions because I didn't know any different. I just didn't want to be who I was, but I didn't know who I wanted to be. I didn't know who Ray was. So ultimately, I started taking suggestions physically. Like if they said you need to go to a meeting at seven o'clock, I chose a meeting where the pretty women were and guys that I knew or friends that I knew. And I would go there and I would sit in the back and I wouldn't listen. And I would go back to the place where I was staying. And they say, "You did you go to a meeting? I say, yeah, I was, I was there at 7 o'clock. Something happened when I lost the obsession to use. Something happened because that void was filled with a lot more positive reinforcement and reassuring. And, you know, it was only because I was following the steps of the people before me. And I don't mean the 12 steps. I just mean I was following the path that was blazed before me. And ultimately, I started finding out who I was, where I wanted to go, and why I didn't want to go back to where I was. And if anybody is listening to me from... Massachusetts, New York, Connecticut, seven degrees out. That was my home. Seven degrees was my home because I was homeless, helpless, and loveless. You know, and, and, and my, my drug of choice made me do things I didn't want to do, be with people I didn't want to be with, and, you know, just, just act accordingly to what the street told me to do. And today... I own a home. I actually own two homes. Um, and, and my life is second to none. My life is full. I don't even look back. I, I look back to remember when, 
but I don't I don't glorify it like I used to. It used to be when I was homeless, I wore that as a badge because that was the emotional terrorist that I was. That was how I got over. That was how I made it through another day. You know, and like David was saying, once you did what you had to do, you were thinking about next. You were thinking about next. And 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 you get absolutely nowhere doing that. My mind is not like that at all today. And that's only because I choose to get out of my own way on a daily basis and allow other people to guide me. People like David. We have conversations. Even I, I text with him, you know, back and forth. And we don't have to talk. I just know. I texted him a couple of weeks ago, uh, last week, week and a half ago, because a friend of mine, a family member, was struggling. So I, I texted David. What, what do we need to do here? David was like, I'm there with whatever you need. That is a friend. If I would have reached out to somebody when I was using and said, hey, I need 20 bucks, they wouldn't have said, I'm there with whatever you need. They would have said, yeah, I do too, and I'm getting mine first. So today, my friends are totally different than what I had in the past. I mean, I'm grateful for the, for the friends that I have that have made it through. Sadly, some of them haven't. I'm still grateful for the experiences that I learned with them. But, you know, life today is second to none. I live down in Florida. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a radio show, a worldwide radio show. And I'm walking around a park. I'm getting exercise while I'm talking to you on the radio. I mean, well, who could ask for anything more? You know, maybe, maybe uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what, could, what I could ask for more today. I mean, my life is second to none. And I'm grateful today that I that I have an audience that I can speak to and that I can be, that I can be as honest as possible with, you know, and, um, today is just a very good day. So if you have any, we have about a minute left. So if you have any show ideas that you would like us to speak about, please send me an email at Ray at miracles That's Ray at miracles I'm sorry. Ray at miracles or even just call the show. We're on Monday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern to 9 o'clock Eastern. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. And like we say at the end of every show, with miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. Good night and stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.